When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Monday, July 18th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, we're at not exactly, I guess, the uh, the midpoint of the season. We're a little bit past that, but uh, uh, we're at the break, the all-star break, the traditional halfway point, uh, and the Guardians are 46 and 44. Uh, they are in the race for the AL Central, two games back of the Twins, uh, no game on Sunday because of rain. So, uh, the all-star break got started a little early for these guys. Uh, Andres Jimenez, Emmanuel Classe, Jose Ramirez got, uh, got to take a, a little earlier flight out to LA for their uh, all-star game festivities. Yeah. It's just too bad that uh, they got rained out Sunday, Joe, cause they were on a roll and, you know, Detroit had a bullpen game, uh, the Guardians had Shane Bieber on the mound, so, you know, they could have kept that momentum going, and uh, who knows. But, uh, hey, like you said, they the, the uh, Guardians All-Stars got a chance to catch an earlier flight to the to the West Coast, so I guess that worked out for them. Yeah, I, I you know, in talking to the folks at the ballpark, I was like, I had a feeling that they were going to call the game a little earlier just because people had to be in places, uh, you know, there were uh, – all sorts of moving parts, I guess. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, the the uh, Detroit All Star, honorary All Star, veteran All Star, as they they've uh, you know elected him there, uh, is going to be there as well. So you know we we'll want to make sure everybody got on the right flights and got out uh, to their to their respective places that they were going for the break uh, a little sooner. But uh, you know for us, it gives us a chance to sort of look back at the first half and uh, and, and really think about you know who. Who stood out? What performances really surprised us, and and maybe who the the biggest disappointments would have been? Uh, so let's uh, let's go around and 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 really just throw out there, you know, Hoinsey, who was your biggest surprise of the first half uh, for for the Guardians? Well, I think there was a couple of them, Joe. I, I you know you've got to go with Andres Jimenez. Uh, you know, certainly uh, a, a you know really a pleasant surprise, especially coming off last season. He goes from, you know, a guy that couldn't, uh, you know, got sent down in May last year because he, you know, he was struggling at shortstop to uh, the All-Star, the American League starter at second base for the All-Star game this year. So that's a big surprise. And I think uh, Class A definitely, you know, leading the American League in saves. 
that's a, you know, we, we knew, you know, he had a, you know, his arm was great and um, he had the potential last year. We also had some, you know, hit some, hit some roadblocks that start that closers, you know, run into, but the first half was he, this, this first half, he was dominant. Yep. And I think a, a guy like Quan, you know, a nice surprise. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, Stephen Kwan coming on would have been my biggest surprise of uh, of the first half, uh, just the way he came out and was he was the talk of uh, of baseball the first couple of weeks there. Uh, the way he had what five hit game in Kansas City, and uh, I think if Stephen Kwan could play every game in Kansas City, uh, it would be uh, he'd be the best hitter in baseball. I give him the Rookie of the Year award right there. Uh, you mentioned Class A. I think we watched him sort of become more of a pitcher as well. It's not just the hundred mile an hour cutters and and blowing away guys with uh, you know the the velocity. Uh, he's 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 pitching to contact a little bit more now, and and we're seeing him uh, you know sort of take advantage of hitters. And it's it's not these uh, you know big long innings. He's getting out there and getting you know, two, three pitch outs in his, in his saves and his outings. And it's, it's been really impressive. And as, as far as Jimenez goes, uh, the clutch aspect of, of what he's been able to do, the, his batting average after the seventh inning, his, his batting average with runners in scoring position, uh, you, you put him at, uh, you put Andres Jimenez out there with runners on base and, and late in games, and he's almost automatic. Yeah, that's that's really impressive. You know, it's deep, you know, he's kind of playing out of position. I don't you know, second base, you know, probably isn't his best spot, uh, but he's played very well there. And uh, like you said, Joe, he's got some pop too, a lot, a little more pop than we expected. Uh, uh, you know, we saw the pop in uh, the power in, at AAA last year. But, who, who, you know, the question was, would it translate in the big leagues? And it certainly did in the first half, you know, at least you know, occasional power. It's not like, I don't think he's going to be a 30 home run guy, but you know, who who knows 15 to 18 home runs. That'd be uh that'd be impressive if, if he can continue that. Yeah. It's a, it's a little early to maybe project him or, or compare him to a, a Roberto Alomar type, but uh, those are the numbers he's putting up right now, at least uh, late in games and in the clutch. Uh, it's a, a pretty lofty aspirations to, to, to sort of want to, at the end of the day, be able to compare yourself to Roberto Alomar and, and what he was able to do in his career. But, but Jimenez is, is certainly, you know, looking like, and, and trending like that way. Uh, if he can continue to do what he's doing. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think another guy that, that kind of jumps out at you, uh, Joe is uh, for me, at least was Josh Naylor. I like, I didn't think that guy would even be able to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I thought there was a huge question mark, whether he'd be ready you know, to, to play a, a you know, a, a bulk of the season, the first half. And uh, he certainly has done that. He's given him power. He's given him uh, emotion. He's given him, uh, you know, kind of a, 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 an RBI guy behind uh, Jose Ramirez. Right. Yeah. What Fran Mil Reyes wasn't able to do uh, in, in the first half, at least, you know, he maybe maybe he's starting to come out of it a little bit as well. We've seen him get a little bit hot there uh as the as we headed into the break but uh what Fran Reyes wasn't able to provide behind Jose Ramirez uh Josh Naylor is is sort of like the guy that that Tito has been leaning on and putting in that number four spot and 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 you know having him as the the designated hitter when he 
when he gets the opportunity to get him off his feet. It's uh, it's it's been really impressive to see him return from this this injury, but we're constantly watching and, and just sort of you know wincing every time the guy runs the bases. I, I just I I'm waiting for that moment where he has to take himself out of a game because because he's just you know physically you know uh, not able to keep going. But uh, you know hope that doesn't happen. But it's it's we've seen a, a number of times where uh, the, the trainers have had to come out and and you're thinking, boy, this is it. Yeah, hopefully this All Star break gives him a chance to rest and uh, recuperate. But uh, you know, the, the baseball season doesn't wait for anybody, man. It it's a grind, and uh, these uh, these three or four or five days will be over before they know it, and they'll be back, you know, playing. But uh, certainly. You know, Naylor has been – it's almost like an inspirational story to yeah. me. I mean, I I think he's really – you know, he, he kind of fuels that team. And it's fun to watch him. Yeah. Uh, those are the disappointments. Or, I'm sorry, those are the surprises. What about the disappointments? Who, uh, who um, you know, have, have you expected more out of and, and not seen it yet? Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, we've talked about Fran Mill Reyes, uh, you know, just uh, – just a struggle from the get-go. Uh, we haven't seen the power. We haven't seen the run production. You know, I don't know if he's changed his swing. I, I'm not sure. You know, I think he's he looks like he's a he's a guy trying to make more contact, trying to follow you know the the credo of you know uh, you know contact, get on base, and uh, and I, that's all uh, well and good. But I think uh, you know he's there to hit the ball out of the park, and they really need need that that's the one deficiency on this club that you know that yes they're in the race but if if it comes down to it you know that that could keep them out of the out of the postseason this year yeah uh for me uh biggest disappointment right now would be miles straw and uh the way that he sort of fell off after that first month uh maybe he's starting to come out of it we've seen the last uh, i think he had a a 12 or 13 game on base streak as they went into the into the break uh but it's it's really been hit or miss the last couple of months he's he got really low and he's been digging himself out of that hole lately uh but what they needed out of miles straw was a guy at the top of the lineup who got on base and and ran the base as well uh they found that in steven kwan but now uh you know straw who who got the the contract extension uh, early in the season is now batting ninth in the order and uh, you know, he's still, he, you can tell he's still sort of searching and trying to feel it out, uh, grounded into a couple of double plays the last couple of games. Uh, and, and just really, you don't, you don't feel that confidence from him right now. Yeah. He certainly doesn't look like the guy that, that came over in the trade from Houston last year in the second half, you know, really kind of ignited that offense from the leadoff spot. Um, and the, the fortunate thing, like you said, Joe, is that they had Stephen Kwan to plug into the leadoff spot, and they really haven't missed a, too much of a beat there. Although I think, you know, Francona, you know, given if both guys were were going well, I think he'd still rather have Straw at the top of the lineup. But uh, just because of his, his experience and his ability to steal bases, but you know, this is this is the best it's going to, you know, I mean, Straw's going to really have to come on in the second half, I think, to regain that leadoff spot. Right. Uh, so those are the disappointments. Uh, never a disappointment is Jose Ramirez. Uh, I think we saw sort of a flash of, of why we sort of love Jose so much on Saturday when 
Uh, he goes out, he takes batting practice for the home run derby with his uh, his home run derby pitcher, Junior Batances. Uh, Junior, 25 years in the organization, and uh, he was Hosey's, uh, you know, hitting coach in rookie ball back in Arizona when when Hosey first came up. So he he sort of rewards Junior Batances with, uh, hey, you want you come be my uh, my pitcher for the home run derby, and they go out, they they throw a little BP before the uh, the game on Saturday, and then Hosey the first two swings that he takes in a game are uh, are are both home runs, a three run shot and a a two run home run. Uh, so it looked like Hosey was ready for this home run derby. Yeah, I think maybe maybe Jose was just playing possum for a while. You know what? He hit one home run since uh, June tenth. Then he then he you know he signs up for the home run derby, and uh, just as a final tune up, you know, in the last game before the before the derby, he hits two home runs in his first two two at bats. So uh, that was impressive. That I guess. Uh, and hopefully uh, Jose's thumb is feeling better. That right thumb is feeling better. He's starting to drive the ball again. Yeah, that's uh, that's the big key is how is he going to get through this home run derby? Uh, you know, the the wear and tear that you can you can put on yourself in this. This is not a, an easy thing. This is four minutes of constantly swinging the bat and, and trying to drive the ball out of the park. You could hurt your back. You could hurt your shoulder. You could hurt, you know, anything uh, with this. Uh, and, and he's not exactly one of those, you know, big guys who drives the ball out of the park. Uh, like in, I, he, he does drive the ball out of the park, but he's not like an Aaron judge or a Pete Alonzo, uh, with the size that they have, that they're, they're built for that sort of endurance, uh, of this competition. Uh, you know, he's going to have to rely on a quick bat and, and, you know, sort of his ability there. Uh, the, the risk of an injury is, is always what's sort of in the forefront. And then you got to think, you know, maybe is he going to screw up his swing for, for the rest of this, this, the season? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, uh, Jack Peterson said, he, you know, after the, the, I think the last year when he competed, he was sore for two or three days after, after the Derby. So this is, you know, there's, there's some uh, re residual effect of this thing, especially if you advance, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, that, I mean, it's one thing to just go one round and you're out. And I guess who's he got Soto Soto in the first round. Yeah. In the first round. If you know, you get, okay, you get eliminated. Okay. You go from there. But if you get, if you start going and you start advancing, I mean, that's a chore. I mean, I, I remember watching these guys, uh, Mark, uh, you know, McGuire and, and uh, those guys are like you were saying, Joe, those guys are huge. They're big guys. They're hitting the ball all over. And, uh, I, I just, you know, you got to keep your fingers crossed. I'm sure the Indians are the, the guardians and uh, Terry Francona and uh, Chris Antonetti are <laughs> kind of have their fingers crossed right now, waiting for uh, Jose to see how he comes through this thing. Well, the other thing is that nowadays, the way the format is, it incentivizes you to try and hit long home runs, home runs over a certain distance, uh, 420 feet, 475 feet, earn you bonus time for swinging. So it, you, you know, you, you want to try and overswing and maybe try and drive the ball a little farther. Uh, that could hurt you in a lot of ways. That could hurt you physically. That could hurt you, you know, endurance wise. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I sort of want to see Jose compete. I sort of want to see him get knocked out in the first round and then enjoy himself the rest of the weekend. Uh, it happened to Carlos Santana in, in 2019 in front of his home crowd. 
Pete Alonso, the the eventual champion in that home run derby, uh, beat him in the final seconds of that first round. He hit a, a home run to to advance out of that first round. Uh, Carlos hit 13 home runs in that in that round, but you know he didn't advance. Uh, Alonso hit the 14th at the at the final buzzer and and knocked him out in the first round. And and hey, maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing uh, if, if Soto does the same. And you know so. Soto's got a lot, a lot on his mind right now. He just turned down four hundred forty million dollar <laughs> contract uh, from the from the Nationals. So you know who knows what's what's going on in his head right now. Good lord, the, 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 he would have been the highest paid player in baseball. I guess not, not on an AAV, uh, uh, the the a, av, average annual value of it, but still the total deal would have made him right, right up there with uh, Trout. And he turns it down. I mean, uh, God love him. I mean, that's confidence. And it's also known as having Scott Boros as your agent. Well, it also sends a message to everybody else that pretty much he's open for business as soon as he's, uh, you know, eligible to be, be on the market. So yeah, what would you, what would it take to trade for Soto right now? I mean, God, you know, my... you know I had that conversation with uh, another one of our writers um, as we were walking into the clubhouse the other day and on Saturday and, I said, you know, is it what would the Guardians have to give up to get Soto? Would it be like George Valera and, you know, Daniel Espino and and then I and you know, and anybody You'd else have to give up McKenzie? I said McKenzie. I said for sure I, you, you would have to open up everybody on your roster and everybody in your minors and you'd say you, you know, they'd be able to take their pick and and you know, you might be able to say okay, well that's enough. But yeah. but it would start with guys like Espino and uh, Valera for sure. And not only would you have to make a huge trade and dent your farm system, but you'd have to be able to pay the guy too. Right. Well, well, that's what uh, Dave, that's what David Blitzer's for, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you put yeah, your Blitzer money, might be rethinking that. That's well, you, you, <laughs> you put your money where your mouth is. You yeah, you yeah. see if uh, you see if he's really worth what he's worth. But uh, that that. That's very interesting to see, you know, and and hey, you know Juan Soto, uh, Dominican player. There's a, a great uh, base of Dominican players here with the Guardians. Maybe, maybe uh, Jose Ramirez chats him up at the All Star game and says, <laughs> "Hey, you know, if you have any influence over how to get where you're going, uh, why don't you try and get to Cleveland? That would be uh, that could be interesting. That would solve a lot of problems, wouldn't it? Oh my God." Terry Francona goes from uh, he, he he would be even <laughs> that makes managers a genius when he can put him in the middle middle of the lineup. Wow, who where would you bat Soto in a in a lineup with Jose Ramirez and and, and everybody and else? Fourth, right behind Jose. Yeah, that's that's it. You talk about a guy who sees a lot of pitches and 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 gets on base as well as, as maybe he hit him third. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Not... Uh, I always thought uh I always thought of that as as. You know, Jose Jose would be a good backup guy to uh, a guy who profiles like a like a Trout or a a Juan Soto because you know if you had to throw Jose a fastball, you were in trouble. So yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I I wanted to mention uh, something that got touched on. There was a a little bit of feature on it on the uh, the TV broadcast maybe on Saturday. Uh, Josh Naylor and Tristan McKenzie's parents uh, both have uh, a little bit of Jamaican um, background heritage in their 
in their families. And uh, ever since last season, the two families had, had gotten together and wanted to uh, cook this traditional Jamaican Saturday meal uh, for the team. And I guess uh, when the, when the club showed up on Saturday to the ballpark, uh, the, the nailers and the McKenzie's were in the kitchen at the ballpark <laughs> cooking up this, uh, uh, traditional Jamaican meal of aki and saltfish, and I guess it's it's got like an egg consistency with like a salty uh, fish, you know, taste to it, and uh, there's some bacon, and I guess um, it was a surprise for Mackenzie and Naylor as they came in, and they were real excited about it. Uh, also, uh, you know, everybody, uh, the coaches, the staff, the the players, all got to enjoy the 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 food, and uh, said it was really good. Uh, Tito walked in and, and smelled bacon, so he went right for the bacon. He said, uh, and 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 Naylor was uh, was super happy about it. Uh, you saw it in their performance, I guess, uh, in the game where they went out and 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 shut out the the Tigers ten nothing. Josh Naylor had a home run in that game. Uh, so I you know I asked Tito uh, if uh, Aki and Saltfish was going to be on the menu every day for uh, for this club because uh, it, it seemed to be their superfood. Uh, Tito said. You know, I think Hosey's a, a pretty good hitter, regardless of what he eats in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was cool. That was that was that was a nice touch, kind of a family touch uh, behind the scenes. That was cool. Yeah, a lot of uh, just a lot of questions from from us about you know well, what's exactly in this dish and and what do you call it and all that and uh, you know there uh, Tito, I think uh, you know he was just happy about the bacon. But uh, everybody else, uh, you know, Tristan was explaining it and uh, seemed really excited that he was able to, to sort of get a taste of home uh, at the ballpark there. Uh, and, you know, he could probably eat uh, a thousand uh, traditional Jamaican meals uh, beforehand and it still wouldn't, uh, you know, he's still 165 pounds soaking wet. So uh, uh, it was a lot of fun at the ballpark there, uh, you know, talking about the, the pregame meal. All right, as we head into um, uh, All-Star Week, All-Star Break, uh, what are you most looking forward to seeing? Uh, you, you know, you've covered a, a bunch of these uh, All-Star games and, and the home run derbies and the, the sort of uh, just the festivities around it. What's uh, what's always like your favorite moment of, a, of an All-Star Week? I kind of, I, I kind of like the home run derby, Joe. I, I, the, uh, the game kind of, you know, the games are good. Uh, and, um, but it, it's just, it's just really like, it's a long three or four days, you know, you, you it's, but it's fun. The the best part I think is, is to walk into the, you know, the, those all-star game locker rooms, those all-star team locker rooms. And you see these guys and everybody's usually in a good mood. Everybody's talking, you know, and it's just uh, kind of to step back and see the best players in the world, you know, interacting with each other and just how they, you know, they get along. I, I think that's the best part. That's the best part. And I, you know, I got, I always got a kick out of the home run derby as well. Yeah. The, uh, the young guys in the clubhouse with their, their eyes full of stars, I guess is that's going to be Andres Jimenez, you know, uh, a, a young guy, 23 years old, and just, you know, the the nicest, sweetest, most approachable guy that you can think of. Uh, and he's going to be, you know, in a locker next to, uh, you know, a guy like a Mike Trout or a guy like an Aaron Judge. And and he's he's on par, on, on level with them. He's an all-star just like they are. 
Yeah, that's uh, you know that's the thing that you you uh, I think those players walk away from the first time guys. You know they they're they're in the locker room with all these all stars and and they see you know what it takes to get there. You know, and I think they come away you know with a little uh, kind of bounce in their step and some ideas of how to improve their game as well. Yeah, that would be fantastic. All right, Hoinsey, uh, we're gonna wrap it up today. Uh, we'll be off tomorrow, but back on. Uh, Wednesday, another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll uh, we'll talk to you then. All right, Joe.